For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my MVP gosh, time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Can you believe we only have seven games left in this regular season? I feel like the 72-game schedule, it felt like a sprint, but it's also only 10 games less than usual. So maybe it's the thrill of having the NBA back after last year. I don't know. But either way, there are only seven games left on the Bulls' schedule this year, and they're still in a bad spot, but I feel like the picture's getting clearer. Welcome into the Believe in Bulls podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. Awesome to be back with you. Yeah, we're getting close to the end of the season, and six of these games for the Bulls are against teams that if the season ended right now would be in the playoffs. So if you're doing the math, that's one game against a non-playoff team, and that team is the Detroit Pistons. Four games back of the play-in tournament, the Washington Wizards have been surging. Russell Westbrook, wow. So now the question is, what do the Bulls do? I feel like I've asked this. I Actually, no, I have asked this. The last, what, three or four weeks? What do the Bulls do now? Well, they're getting Zach Levine back from COVID protocols because he tested positive. He is back in full force. He had a press conference Wednesday afternoon where he said he's good to go. And I expect him to come back in the lineup Thursday against Charlotte. He missed 11 games with this positive COVID test. And in that span, the Bulls went 4-7. and seven. They lost their last four. And it didn't help that... Nikola Vucevic had an adductor injury in his hip and didn't seem like he was playing at 100%. He ended up missing the last game against Philadelphia. More on that in just a second. But having Zach back is good, but is it too little too late? I mean, you heard me say the Bulls are four games back of the play-in tournament. And as we sit here now, six of the next seven games are against playoff teams. And Washington has been on a tear lately. They lost to Dallas on Saturday, but they beat the Lakers 
They dismantled the Cavaliers. They've beaten Oklahoma City. I mean, they've had a friendly schedule, which has helped. But still, Washington is on a roll, and that is taking out a lot of the Bulls' play-in tournament chances because now the playoffs are gone. I'm pretty sure I haven't calculated the math because I haven't really cared about the playoffs now for the last few weeks. But I'm pretty sure the Bulls are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs, like the automatic playoff appearance. But they're not mathematically eliminated from the play-in tournament, even though it doesn't look great. The odds are not in their favor to make the play-in tournament. But either way, with Zach Levine coming back, yeah, you've got Charlotte, who I guess is a beatable team. Then you've got Boston. You've got Brooklyn twice. You've got Milwaukee in there. That's a tough schedule to wrap up the year if you're trying to fight for that last play-in spot. And I worry that having Zach back is too little too late. And there were questions about whether or not he should be shut down for the rest of the year. Obviously, the question is, do you tank? Because you need that top four pick in order to keep your first round pick. And as we're recording this, this is Wednesday afternoon, about 1.15 Central Time. Uh, the Bulls have a 31.9% chance of landing in the top four. And if they do land in that top four, they keep that pick. If they don't, it goes to Orlando as part of the Vucevic trade. I've been advocating for a tank now for a couple weeks since Zach went on the COVID list. I figured it'd be time to tank. The front office apparently has not decided that. And now, four games back with seven to go, just tank. I think they should have shut him down. It doesn't sound like that's likely because it sounds like Zach is going to play against Charlotte on Thursday. So you're going to have your best player back. And it's also sounding like you're going to have Nikola Vucevic back in full force after missing the game against Philadelphia. More on that in a second. But the front office all year, now we didn't know what was going to happen with the front office. It was their first year. You didn't know what they were going to do because you've, you've got first-time president of basketball operations, a first-time GM. You didn't know what they were going to do. They have been indicating win-now mode all year, though, and you saw that when they traded for Nikola Vucevic and Daniel Tice. We've got to quit forgetting about the Daniel Tice edition, even though he's not going to stick around after this year. At least I don't think so. They went out and got those guys. Those are not moves you make if your goal is to maybe back into the play-in tournament or tank for a top-four pick. No, that's what you do if you want to win and make the playoffs. And I don't know, I can't really diagnose the problems after the trade deadline. I really, I don't know if you can pin it to one thing. I don't know what you can do. But this roster is too good to be 12th in the Eastern Conference. You've got a coach that's too good to be 12th in the Eastern Conference. I really think something happened after the deadline. I don't know if it's getting used to playing together. I don't know what the deal is. But something happened post-deadline, and now we're talking about a tank, which is something I really didn't expect to say about this team this year. So, injury bug. Bulls got bit bad by the injury bug. Nikola Vucevic with the adductor injury. He should be back Thursday. That's the indication that the Bulls media had today with the availability with Zach, with Billy Donovan, etc. Sounds like Vooch is going to come back. Troy Brown Jr. sprained his ankle. He's not 100% yet, but it sounds like he's getting close to a return. But we need to talk about that Philadelphia game. You went up against Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris without Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic. Javante Green had to turn into a hero in that game. I turned it off at one point. I'm like, I'm going to go up to bed. I don't care. Like, I went to bed early because I'm like, I'm not paying attention to this. I had already lost my bet that night. Like, I was, I just went to bed. And later on, Javante Green kind of sort of tried to get the Bulls back in the game against the, 70, the 76ers scrubs. 
But it was, again, too little, too late. And Philadelphia pulled away. And the final score in that one, despite Philadelphia having a really big lead at one point, was 106-94. to So they still won by, you know, 12 points. But the lead was much bigger than that earlier in that game. But yeah, we need to talk about the Javante Green hype train because I am not exactly on board. I heard the comparisons. I think it was a Darnell Mayberry at The Athletic. Somebody compared Javante Green to Adam Akoka and who was, there was another name that they compared him to. Like these, these guards that late in the year get garbage time minutes against the scrubs, come in and do work and kind of start the conversation. Oh, do you think this could be a sleeper wing on the roster? <laughs> that's where we're at. I feel like history's repeating itself. Again, with the new front office that came in, Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley, with the new head coach that came in, in Billy Donovan, I really didn't think we'd be talking about this in early May. But here we are again. I feel like a broken record. I'm not ready to jump on the Javante Green hype train yet just because he was playing against Philadelphia's scrubs. That's what they were. They were the scrub unit. They were the bench unit that group that sits on the bench all game and maybe gets minutes when they're up 30 points or whatever late in the game like Doc Rivers did. He pulled his starters early. That's how bad the Bulls were losing. Doc Rivers pulled his starters early and then had to put him back in because Javante Green did Javante Green things against the bench mob. So yeah, was he bad against the scrubs? Absolutely not. He got the Bulls back in the game. I love his energy. Not ready to jump on the hype train yet. If he can get some big minutes here in these last seven games... Maybe that'll be a larger sample size against better opponents. And maybe that can help clear up any confusion or any conversation about his future going forward. But what's next for the Bulls? Because I'm all about what's next. Big fan of the West Wing. It's my favorite TV show. I'm a big fan of, you know, President Bartlett is saying is what's next. What's next for the Bulls? It is a make or break week. Here's what they've got. Charlotte, Thursday night. Boston, Friday night, that's a back-to-back, Detroit, Sunday, and Brooklyn, Tuesday. Two of those games are winnable in Charlotte and Detroit. I think Charlotte is borderline winnable since LaMelo Ball is back. I do not expect the Bulls to come close to beating Brooklyn. I do not expect the Bulls to come close to beating Boston, even though they did without Zach Levine. But they didn't have Kemba Walker. They were shorthanded. But still, it is a make-or-break week if your goal is still to play in tournament. And Washington's schedule coming up, because that's the team to watch. Toronto is in between. Toronto is the 11th team in the East. Washington is the 10th team. The Bulls are the 12th. Washington this week had Milwaukee Wednesday night, Toronto Thursday, Indiana Saturday, Atlanta Monday, and Wednesday. So the schedules are pretty similar. I think it's going to be a toss-up either way. But the big game to watch if you're a Bulls fan is going to be that Toronto game for Washington. I think that's going to be big. But yeah, I'm chalking off all hopes of the play-in tournament. I'm at the attitude now, and I have been for the last few weeks, just tank. The Wizards are on a roll. Russell Westbrook is doing incredible things right now. I really thought he was going to get a 30-assist game. The other day, and he's a big reason why Washington is doing what it's doing right now. Because you've heard the standings. The Wizards are 30 and 35. The Bulls are 26 and 39. That is a four game difference with seven games to go on the schedule. 
So yeah, Washington's on a roll. The Bulls got dealt a pretty bad hand with Zach Levine testing positive for COVID, Nikola Vucevic with the hip injury, and it, I feel like some of these games would have been winnable with Zach, and it's just been bad luck. They should have started to tank sooner, but instead it's, at this point, looking at the standings, I don't know if you're going to come close to getting the best odds for a top four pick, because right now the top three teams in the lottery have the best odds for the top four, if you're not familiar with the new lottery system that started last year. So Houston, Detroit, Minnesota, according to tankathon.com, have the three best odds for the top four pick at 52.1%. Oklahoma City is fourth at 48.1%. Cleveland is 39.9%. Orlando, 39.5%. And the Bulls, 31.9%. Now, that Bulls pick would go to Orlando if that pick falls outside the top four. That's why this Tankathon, if you go on Tankathon.com, which is actually a really helpful site for this stuff, it should say Orlando, Orlando, but instead it still has Chicago on there because the Bulls traded the pick if it's outside the top four. So there are a lot of teams with better odds for that top four pick, but as we saw in the lottery last year, the Bulls were in a similar spot. I want to say they, once again, had the seventh best odds. I'd have to go back and look because I'm having really bad flashbacks here talking about the seventh best odds in the lottery and the number seven pick because, you know, Gar Pax. But still, the Bulls did not have the seventh pick last year. They ended up moving up to the top four in the lottery. They ended up, they were number four. That's where they took Patrick Williams, who kind of had a down month. I'm not really worried about that, but just something I wanted to throw out there real quick. But still, with the lottery picture will get clearer in the next week. I expect next week's show, next Wednesday, when I record the episode of the pod, I really expect a clearer picture for the lottery because the Bulls will not be competing for the play-in tournament anymore. Yeah, I said it. They're not going to be competing for the play-in tournament. And then you're going to get an idea, okay, who are they shutting down for the year? Because at that point, do you rest Zach? Do you rest Vooch? Do you give those guys a break for the rest of the year? Increase your lottery chances? Or do you keep trying to win for some reason? I would hope they don't try and win for some reason. I mean, you're in the middle of a four-game losing streak. Yeah, you get your best player back from the COVID list. But still, just tank. Just bite the bullet. Tank. Let's go forward and see if you can get into that top four. Because as I've said on the show, every time I talk about tanking, this is a good draft to be in the top four. Last year, you wanted to be in the top three. Not to say Patrick Williams is a bad pick. I still really, really like Patrick Williams. But you wanted to be top three last year with LaMelo Ball, Anthony Edwards, and James Wiseman to choose from. Now, in the top four this year, you've got Jalen Suggs. You've got Evan Mobley. You've got Cade Cunningham who's going to go number one. Unless you get the number one pick, I'm not even going to say Cade Cunningham's name. You've got a couple guys from the G League that are really good. This is a year to be in the top four. Compete for the top four pick. Because if if you want to increase your odds, you have to... (laughs) Orlando has a five-game lead, I guess you can say, in terms of the top four lottery odds. So if you want, you can keep losing. If you can find a way to make up five games in the next seven days, feel free. But I'm inclined to say just lose and see what happens. The tank is on. That's just the reality of it all. Let's look at the upcoming schedule as we do to end every show. As I talked about, Bulls play Charlotte Thursday night at 6 p.m. on the road. They've got Boston at home on Friday, a second half of a back-to-back. They've got Detroit on Sunday, 
and Brooklyn on Tuesday. We'll be back here on Wednesday for the next episode of the pod. That is a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network. Please subscribe, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We had a really, really good month last month with downloads. Hoping to keep that up into May. I thank you all for your support. Thank you for listening. I will see you back here next Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, get the vaccine when you can. See you next Wednesday, and hopefully the tank is on. We're going to see. Have a great week, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.